0: Welcome to RK Arcade Couch, the best place to be friends to get your game goodness each and every Monday. My name's Dylan Blunt, join joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Hobley.
1: Hey Dylan, excited to be here to talk about games.
0: You got it, that's about right, video games. Zombies, video game right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about, I'm gonna, you know, zombies is a good This week on the show, cast. Zombies, Dead oh, Island good. 2, review, you got it, you guessed it, that's right. <laughs> also, is Cop's first person in the game a good idea? And what else happened at the Nintendo EDWare Direct? Okay. Are those two related? No, they're not. <laughs> at least as far as I'm aware, they're not related. So, um, yeah, that is what is on the show this week. Um, You haven't been playing anything. Have you been playing anything? No. 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 Cool, sir. You hate I games have not stuff, booted up my uh, Horizon game yet. <laughs> no. You no, know you should be playing. You should be playing Marvel Snap with a new card called Jeff. I have bought Jeff. I just need to what figure a out boy. a deck to steer him in. What a good boy. Do you want me to tell me the? you the combo? Yeah, sure. It's Professor X and then Jeff. Oh. Yeah, Professor X. You can't play cards anymore. Boom, shot goes in. <laughs> 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 or you play Jeff on turn two, and they're like, oh, this is crazy. And then you're Professor X on turn five, and then you move Jeff into Professor X. Boom, fucked ya. Yeah, that's the combo. I'm sure there's other cool things, but that's like the most obvious sort of it's like, oh my God, it's Jeff. What the fuck? Yeah, it's Jeff. He's coming in. Um, Jeff if, for people who again? don't know, they added a card called Jeff to Marvel Startup. It's this Marvel... It's, this, it's a real Marvel character. It's all little shark um, from Grenpul. Never heard of it. But when this card popped up the other day, I was like, that is the cutest fucking shark I've ever seen in my life. And I need that in my life. And then I Googled Jeff. And now, I, now I very much want this character to be... In everything. Like, in everything. It's just this it's fucking like, adorable shark. Fuck Kang. Let's that. just
1: have Jeff.
0: No, really. Fuck Kang, though, right? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you know, that's a whole... <laughs> it's a whole different thing. So, uh, let me start with so the major review that went up this past week. I feel like this this embargo was like last week. I swear, to Lord. like this is a very early embargo, which usually a good sign. Uh, mm. Dead Island Two review that I did for the website Um, I gave it a seven point five. I said, Dead Island 2 knows exactly what it wants to be. It goes for the juggler with extreme melee combat, dismembering slow motion finishing moves. There's plenty to love here, and if you can accept some of the repetitive nature that comes hand in hand with, with the game's commitment to bat, beating zombies to death, quite literally, if you want a faster paced zombie game or something with a more substantial story, there'll be a better game for you. AKA. If it, basically, I feel like the thing is, if you love Dying Light, and you want more Dying Light dead island 2 is not going to be the game for you because this is very much like not that at all i haven't played daylight to clarify but just not like from you know i've watched videos and all that sort of stuff this is a very different game so uh dead island 2 for people who don't know it is a sequel to a game that came out like 10 years ago <laughs> and they've been trying to make and put out this sequel they've been trying to make
1: a sequel for like forever. that
0: entire time yeah pretty much um, it's gone through different development phases Teams. Who all was making stuff. it?
1: Who was, there was like a reasonably big studio that was working Yeah
0: and then they, they canned it and stuff like that There's, People were tweeting out stories about how um, People have seen Behind Closed Doors versions of this game Years ago Because it was Completely also the different. infamous trailer right? No the infamous trailer was the first game the,
1: Really? The, the one where are ran along
0: the The run yeah, along like, the The one goat simulator ripped off Yeah Yeah that was the first game Okay. Yeah, that one came out. But the the thing with the first Dead Island trailer was the trailer was nothing like the game. So the game was more silly and the trailer was like The Last of Us. So it's sort of rubbing against the grain with that one. But uh, this game is not set on an island. Bullshit. False advertising. <laughs> False um... advertising there. Did
1: you find yes. an answer? SEC. Well, Techland was originally... Yes, they did uh, the first one.
0: Uh, and then... And then they did Dying Light.
1: Jaeger development did a deal. Mm. And then Sumo Digital came involved at some point. And then eventually Dan shows
0: shows <laughs> made the game. <laughs> Which is like a... Uh, it's a Deep Silver Studio. Yes. It's like a second studio thing. Yeah. Um, so this game is yeah. So unlike the first one, which was actually set on an island, this one's set in LA. The game starts with uh, sort of just chucks you straight in. It has this pretty cool cutscene introduces all six of the characters that you can choose to play as. You've got like you know this I don't know. You've got like a rollerblade chick who's who's I spent most of the time playing as like sort of a rockabilly style thing. Uh, you've got like a, a stripper who happens to be in a fireman. Outfit at that time of the zombie apocalypse happening. You've got uh, a famous actress, you've got like sort of all these different types of people. Um, They all get in this plane, and then of course, a zombie, someone turns into a zombie on the plane, right as they're already just gotten to there, and it comes back down and it crashes into LA again. When the game starts, you get the pick of one of these six characters. They each have two different active sort of passive skills that change the, their playing style. They also have different stats. So, like, some, some will have better stamina or defense or health regeneration, overall attack power, all these sorts of things. So they all have different um, reasons that you may or may not want to play them. And the game does give you six save files that you can run through the game as uh whip. So, you, you could run through as every single character if you want to. Um... The it when you when you pick which character you're gonna play as, I am pretty sure it's just you're supposed to presume the other five characters die, because you never interact or see them ever again in the game. I think it's just like whichever one you pick is the one who happens to survive this major plane crash. You get out, you run around, sort of, you go into a little bit of mess around on the streets of LA, killing some zombies, eventually you're bitten. Uh, it's revealed that you're somehow immune, which sort of becomes the main the game's main plot point, which is, hey, I'm immune, so I can sort of go out there and Fight the zombies. I can still die if they rip me to pieces, but if I get bit, like I'm not going to turn. So, it makes more sense for your character to be out there than other people. But so you, you meet these Hollywood types, famous actresses and stuff, sort of hold up in their their houses. There's side missions evolving, sort of Charles Heston like um, other types hidden out that you can do to save them and bring them back to the to the mansion and stuff. But the core the core story is: Hey, I've got this. Ability to survive, I should find a way to contact the army so they can maybe use me to find a cure, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Things take some weird turns eventually here. The game's not really about the story, though. It's literally just, will you have fun destroying zombies' heads with a plethora of mostly melee weapons? And I say mostly because the first 10 hours of this game is roughly, I guess it depends if you're rushing through the game or not, but the the first at least half of your play time with this, even if you are rushing through the the main campaign story missions and no side content, you're going to have nothing but melee weapons. Uh, eventually, you will hit a gun, but melee melee combat is where the game's bread and butter is at. So you can pick up something like a, a bat, um, you can then uh, upgrade it and add it so it has like an electric pole on it, and then you can add like prods to the end and all this sort of stuff. So eventually, you go from these weapons that, that just, you know, it's just that you can beat enemies over the head to you can beat enemies over the head or fucking electrocute them at the same time. But then you can also use that same electric weapon to, if enemies are standing in a puddle or in a pool, you just hit the pool and it'll electrocute all of them. That's pretty cool. You can get weapons that do poison damage, fire damage, like there's all these different elemental things does end up playing into to help something of the repetitive nature. Cause the thing with this game is very quickly as cool and gory as the zombie stuff is, you eventually do just become like very repetitive in the combat. There's no nuance countering mechanics or anything like that. It's just heavy attack, light attack fucking smack the shit out of zombies. It tries to add the game does. Well, not try. It does add as the game progresses, different reasons for you to carry around different weapons. So fireman zombies will not, they're immune to fire damage. So if your main weapons are fire elemental type, damage you're only going to be doing base damage around them so you want to switch up to a different weapon same as any zombies that are infected and turned um that are scientists and they have like lab coats on stuff they're not going to take damage from your like um your acid green weapons um a zombie that happened to be a, a fucking a tradey electrician before he turned he's not going to take damage from your electric weapon so they do try to encourage you not to just stick with the one weapon and have you constantly upgrade it and stuff like that you can change them as you go this game thinks it's Zelda because it has weapons break but unfortunately uh fortunately you can repair them so unlike Zelda where it's just like oh you lost your fucking weapon I'm like cool story dude um you can as long as you you carry around your broken weapon go to a, a bench you can repair them all so there's no need to fret in that I really really like the combat even if it is repetitive because it has some of the most absolutely insane gory zombie kills i think i've ever seen in any video game and not to the point that it's disgusting because the game is very gory but also the tone of the game is silly like it's meant to be fun and funny so you're not sitting there in the dark getting scared ever it's just over the top violence to the point it's sort of redundant or you know like it's that thing about you know, too much violence sort of just takes away the 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 sting of it, which is very much what this game does. Like, if you look at my review, I've literally got a gif here from a kill I did, like a finishing move where I slam this fucking pole through the bottom of a zombie's head, and like both her eyeballs pop out of her their sockets. Like, it's just over the, it's just ridiculous. But um, there's this of one I, I put another gif in of I got these like Wolverine-esque claw weapon things, um, and just like straight up hole punch. A zombie through the face like takes his entire face out like i don't know how i don't know a realistic factor of any of this stuff it looks fucking cool though <laughs> that's, that's so, uh, n- was it? <laughs>
1: insomniac mm. that's what we want
0: that's what yeah. we want we want heart we want this level of um insane claw that level of violence action. in a uh, level of violence yeah I mean, you can do other things. Like the, the third GIF I put in my review is literally a moment where these zombies start coming out of a, a room and I just run up and drop kick them and one goes flying backwards. And then like, it's just, there's some very silly things that you can do wow. in this game. Um, but that's what makes it fun. And this game is, so you can play an entire game single player, You can play it in co-op. So this is where it sort of, it, it depends on you. Obviously the repetitive nature I think is, not going to be as noticeable if you're just fucking around with friends i do think if you're playing this game on chat and you're just like messing around and laughing at the same time the the combat combat repetitiveness is probably not going to go and show its head as much Mm -hmm. as it does if you're playing by yourself that said i do think playing the game by yourself is going to be a completely different experience because you actually have to think a little bit more about your combat and of course you're, you're you're there by yourself and the story of the game being about you like it's like it's just your solo journey, sort of thing. It's it's sort of going to be different. So, I, if you want to do it like two playthroughs, I'd say make one save file that's for your single player, and then make a separate save file that, you, and you play as a different character if you want to play with a friend or something like that. But you can do full, um, you can do full co op uh, online with randoms. You can jump into people's games. You can queue up and do a game with a friend. Whatever you want to do, you run around, find secrets, and do side missions after you finish the main storyline. That's probably where it's going to be best. Um, the game has lots of secrets. I wouldn't mind going back if I have time to collect up and do some side missions. It's pretty. The, the thing that I like about this, in compared to a lot of other more recent games like this, another reason this, if you really love, what did I say we Not um, Dying Light. So, Dying Light is massive open world, super serious storyline about like zombie apocalypse and shit. It's got free running, wall running parkour shit like the same as the first game day night cycle all that stuff this game has day night it has nothing (laughs) none of the rest so it doesn't even have a massive open world it's got these little sort of biome areas so you've got the streets of hollywood you've got beverly hills you've got these these areas you can fast travel to once you go to them but they're very small in the terms of what you're sort of used to playing in a game there's lots of buildings and stuff you can usually go into and little crevices and secrets and stuff to find like that and you'll unlock shortcuts to get around these areas faster sort of like a Metroidvania or playing a souls game or something like that like unlock a gate that you could unlock from the other side sort of thing so you can you can get free houses faster but it's not this massive open world where you're going to be running around so even and even in the streets of LA or you go to San Francisco, all this sort of stuff. You see cars. You can't just jump into one of the cars and drive it down the street and all that stuff. The game is solely just you're running around. There's no power sliding, no wall running, none of this sort of stuff. So that may annoy some people, but, yeah, the game just sort of has a different – it knows the pace and tone that it's going for and it's it's not trying to appease um, anything else. So appreciate it for what it – I appreciate that knows what it wants to be. So guns, last thing. So you unlock the – eventually we did unlock guns, pistol, uh, assault weapons, shotguns, all the typical sort of stuff. Uh, when you go out into the world, you'll have a full – like you can buy ammo um, from vendors before you leave, restock the ammo, put it into the guns. It'll have a max amount you can put into it. And then if you're out in the middle of a mission and you use all that, that ammo up – zombies out dropping it like it's a, it's a matter of you've got that ammo the only way to refill it is you, you go back to a base Bullshit. refill all yeah. these zombies should have at least just, a
1: couple of ammo pouches on them
0: yep just dropping it that's the exact ammo that you need for your gun yeah yep
1: yeah they're all the same right yeah i think it's all the same yeah just all AK- ak-47 yeah so the guns do feel no, good ar so
0: ammo that's all you need Uh, the guns (laughs) do feel good but the other thing that really weirded me out is that the game does this whole storyline start where they they it's such a hard ask apparently to find a gun and i'm like would it would it really can we not just break into literally any house here and find a gun you're telling me that the the guns are such a scarcity (laughs) in, in america in fucking los angeles san francisco beverly hills like come on i just that was a bit silly but I appreciate that the guns are treated as this. So if you're going into a level or you're you're going to do a big mission, you know, do you save them? Do you use them to get rid of some of the smaller enemies? You know, do you want to save it so you can just unload? Um, I mean, you can bring more guns with you if you want, but then you got to trade. So you have like, I think six spaces for weapons. So you could technically make one a melee weapon and buy and collect or upgrade a bunch of other guns. But then... The se- if you use them all and you run out of ammo and then you break your melee weapon, you're just down to fist. So, yeah, the game is very much like, hey, melee weapons first, guns are uh, backup or the big guns. You know that you pull them out against the boss fight sort of stuff. Mm. But, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. What it was, I, I, I do think it's a it's a it's a fun dumb time, especially if you like beating the fuck living fuck out of zombies and you can appreciate the redundancy of some of it and just get a laugh out of it which i which i did so um good time good time if it's for you i don't think it's for you though ash to be honest no i'm good yeah. <laughs> i mean it's not scary but i'm like I don't. no it's just like well do i
1: really need to run around and shoot a bunch of zombies yeah is this the zombie game that i need to play probably not
0: what's up a zombie game
1: i mean all the zombie games i guess
0: have you ever played a What would be game?
1: the number one zombie game you would say someone needs to play? Resident Evil? Okay. Okay?
0: Yeah. What do you think the answer was going to be? I don't know. Resident Evil. Some would say The
1: Last of Us, but they're, they're not zombies. That's a correct answer. They're not zombies. It's, or some would say Days Gone, not zombies. They're not zombies either.
0: Now, if you were asking, what's the best zombie adjacent game I should play? Maybe then I can say zombie like, zombie like game, The Last of Us. Yeah. Pure zombie game. We'll go Resident Evil. What about Walking Dead? No, I'd still say Resident Evil. Okay. Uh, there's only
1: one. Of Dylan, the- breaking news right now. Okay, hit me. Our poll that we put out last week.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> discussing. Uh, did it just the question, it just finished the question was you only have two options which would you choose 1080p with 60 frames per second or 4k with 30 frames per second 28 votes came in 75% of people said 1080p 60 frames per second are you surprised by his results no shocked
0: no I'm not are you no not really
1: because all these people are stupid wanting their frames all concerned about what had so many frames I mean, none of these matter anyway, you know, as long as it runs. It doesn't matter how pretty or good it looks, all right?
0: (laughs) I mean, you do understand that the frame thing is about a quality of life running, not a visual. No, you
1: can't even perceive it. It's fine.
0: Anyway, the people have spoken, and I was on the right side of history, as I usually am. Thank you, dear Twitter voters. Kieran. Or or you have a bunch of different accounts. Nope. (laughs) only one um and i didn't use it i should have though that's a good point in the future i should make sure to yeah use it for pulse because you can't track that's right that. no one can see if i vote so okay. <laughs> uh so only one of review went up this week i'm not going to talk about here i'll talk about in platinum explosion but uh the horizon burning shores uh, so Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores DLC came out. I put up a review for that. I gave it a 7 out of 10. I'll discuss it in length on Platinum Explosion because I can go into spoilers. Not for the DLC, but for Horizon Forbidden West there, and I will have like a, it's a fucking PlayStation podcast I can talk about, but it is yep. impossible to talk about the DLC without talking about Horizon Forbidden West spoilers because the DLC picks up right at the end of the main game, so you really cannot talk about it in any other term. So Listen well, to in the title, you say it's a must play chapter in the Horizon story. I yeah, so I would just it does very much fit yeah. Some quick spoiler three review would be it's a it's ver, it's I would be surprised if if you if Horizon three comes out, you should play this. Which we're sure it will. And Horizon Three is gonna come out, so you should play this. Okay. Because this doesn't feel like a random add-on chapter. This feels like Horizon Two Point Five. Like, would it's you little... compare it to the Spider-Man DLC? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. So a similar feeling, where it very much feels like it's it matters. It'll have right? it'll matter to the story. Yeah, yeah. So there interesting. Right, let's get into some news for this week so firstly let me let, give me how, how do you feel about this? Let's talk about this jack black's peaches from the mario movie has entered the billboard hot 100 Writes polygon super mario bros movie is pretty big deal so the so big in fact that more than 500 million dollars within its nine day theatrical juice uh f- debut sorry um, as if it were enough, the film's original song Peaches performed and written by Bowser voice actor Jack Black debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 at number 83 this week, earning Black his first ever solo single to date. According to Billboard, Peaches was released on April 7th, uh, amassed so 5.8 million streams in the US and 6,000 di- downloads within its first week. The release of the signal was accompanied by a hilarious live-action music video featuring Black, dressed in a Bowser-like green suit and red headdress, uh, seated at a porch... Peach-coloured piano and crooning the song's lyrics with its typical flair for physical theatrics. How do you feel about Peaches d- getting s- into the bill top 100? And how do you feel about people wanting this fucking song? And no offence, I think this is a hilarious song. It's very funny. One of the best parts of the movie. But people reckoning this shit get an Oscar nomination? No, it should not get an original song nomination. I'm sorry. I can there's going to be so many there's a funny song. There's not. Oh. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm
1: happy it made the Billboard Top 100. I mean, I was personally upset when I got out of the film and was not able to listen to a version of Peaches <laughs> as soon as possible, you know? So yeah. at least the option is there that people who have gone to see the movie now can come out and listen to Peaches on repeat um, constantly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's good, good song, catchy. Do I think it's going to be nominated for an Academy Award? Probably not. But if it comes down between this and whatever Diane Warren song she's come out released for whatever crazy movie she come, you she know, she's a, uh, been asked to write a song for this year, I would pick this. You know, fair. Yeah, you know? I can don't do care it. if it's another song about female empowerment. Let's get let's do the Peaches song. You know, get you know, them like- ratings. <laughs> everybody will tune in to watch Jack Black sing about peaches and all these Hollywood types of people. Peaches,
0: what the peaches, hell is Mario? Peaches. If he doesn't perform the Oscars, get Jack, no, get Jack back to perform the Game Awards. Yeah. Maybe. He's, way he's, more, more he's very likely to do that and ex- he would do that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Let's, let's throw it out there. Jeff Keighley. Jeff Keighley. Yeah. I know you're listening. I know you definitely are listening to p- this podcast as you Black. do it every week. Jack yeah. Black. Game awards. Game awards, Peaches, sponsored by. X-Men. Or get the orchestra. Use your orchestra. <laughs> Big med- medley. Make a surprise. Do it mm. uh, celebrating Super Mario's the history of Mario music, and then right at the end, Jack Black walks out in this costume. costume. Yeah, full costume. Yeah. Lighting changes.
0: Yeah. Suddenly,
1: and there's a bunch of Peaches dancers in.
0: You know. All right. Make <laughs> it happen, Jeff. Let's go over the. Make sure you cut that audio out and
1: put. It on <laughs> yeah, a... yeah, okay. uh, everything. Just in case now... this week you decided to skip you know,
0: this section. Let's go over everything I announced at so the Indie Word Nintendo Direct that happened uh, a couple of days ago. Or oh, no, last week when you were listening to this, I guess. But uh, stop on the stuff that matters to you or matters to me, but I'll, I'll go through everything because I. I overall did you watch this at all? or Did you just watch it? I didn't it watch it. I've like flicked through a bunch of stuff yeah. and I bought, caught some of it, but because I was gonna say, very good indie direct, not the game everyone wanted because, of course, everyone still wants Silk Song. Silk Song's not is a Silk game. Song indie enough to be in an indie direct? No, I'll say, pretty sure Xbox sort of gets the I feel like they're I, I feel know, like it more to that so what you will say. But yeah. it, it was overall a very good Indie Direct. I think it was a bunch of really cool, cool games showing off in here. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first I started with Minico, Minico's Night Market. Uh, talked about this before. I played the Steam demo last year. Very cool game where you go around and you sort of, um, you make these flower, I can't remember what they're called. Like, sort of, you make things out flowers and then you're selling them at the Night Market, but then there's also this weird subplot thing happening where you're trying to save these cats and there's like FBI people out to get the cats for some reason. Don't know. It has a very cool That's art what FBI style. people do. Yeah, they, they get it. They get the cats. Um, very cool art style. I don't, I don't want to say ghibli inspired, but I don't know. What, what would it be? The story feels ghibli inspired, but the art feels, I don't know, what how I would call it. But it's very very interesting art style is the, way, is the way I put it. But the game looks like a lot of fun, sort of lighthearted silliness and, and stuff going on. And, very keen to to play more of it, but I was already sort of keen to play it, so I was happy yeah. for it to get a full release date, September twenty sixth. So I'm keen for that one. Mm-hmm. Then they have My Time at Sound Rock. It's a new entry Soundrock. in the. What did I say? Sound Rock. Yeah, same thing. Uh, it's a new entry in the My Time series. I'm off, doesn't up, i doesn't say he it's true. Maybe calls. maybe I'm subconsciously like anything <laughs> and I can't. My brain was like, don't say that word. So, uh, so my time at Sandrock is a live scene with a ton of customization and possibilities as you work to restore Sandrock, venture into ruins, make new friends, and contend with monsters in melee combat. Game is coming out winter twenty twenty three. I've not played the other one of these, so I can't say too much. But it's you know it's not farming, but fuck it, feels I mean close. T-
1: <laughs> it feels close, and the combat feels very out of place to everything else. Yeah.
0: So we oh, oh, we're just
1: one. building up a civilization. And then there's a bunch of guns play out of
0: nowhere and they start yep. shooting a bunch of monsters. Crazy. So, yeah. Then we have played up. Played up. Uh, the popular roguelike cooking scene is coming to Switch. Cook and serve your dis- dishes, design and decorate your restaurant and expand your culinary kingdom with new unlocks, abilities and dishes in procedurally generated locations. Uh, this comes out October 2023. I think this is coming to PlayStation and Xbox as well, but it was shown in the Switch. But it was already out on PC. I think I've heard oh, this damn. and never paid too much attention to it because I was like, it's only on PC and I don't really care for it. But I thought this looked pretty cool. What do you think?
1: This looks pretty cool. It looks like... Um, it looks it like it? overcooked. Just look it like. looks like overcooked if you don't have any friends. You're able to build like, yes. systems but to help you, you like, cook a, dishes. You can faster.
0: play with people as well.
1: You can, but yeah. uh, you can like automate stuff to do stuff yes. as well. So uh, you don't need he- other people. You don't need people yelling you orders
0: at you you yes, say, chef. yes chef yeah yeah okay. yeah peaceful peaceful right okay yeah I, i'm i'm keen to i i i think give this one a go i think it looks fun from both uh it'll be fun to you know play by yourself and then definitely more fun than playing something like overcooked by yourself because that's all totally designed as a experience. Yeah. yeah this seems like it's sort of more in the middle where or even yes. to the point that maybe the single player is the main focus and it seems like the co-op stuff's like oh we added that as well it's like oh it uh, like. we'll just ramp up the difficulty for multiplayer yeah yeah uh quilts and cats of calico and adaptation of the board game calico uh but the cats are fucking up your game at the same time this is a new genre i think there's now a genre cats between, ruining everything. yeah this between this and last year's a little bit to the left which also, got DLC announced in the same showcase. There's now a genre of just games where cats walk along the screen and just fuck up your game. I'm here for it. Two games is a genre, I think. I mean, one are... game is a genre, am I right? Yeah. strange game. Strand. Good point. Yeah. Good point. So, yeah, one game's a genre. So, this is the second of the genre. Then we got Rift of the Necro Dancer. So, this is a spin off to the Necro Dancer games, which are about dancing, but not really. They're Rhythm Battlers, I guess, but... I mean, they're more Zelda-like than this, which looks... Yes. This looks um, like... I don't know what it looks like, but I want to play it. (laughs) How about that? I mean, it
1: honestly, the art style reminds me of Pop-Up Girls. I don't know if that's...
0: I can go Maybe right, like yeah. the
1: text and that kind of stuff. Just, Maybe they're not right. the actual characters. I
0: definitely like feel like Cartoon Network. So the stuff where yeah. they're making food and stuff, that looks Powerpuff Girls ish. But then the art style in the the battles looks a little, is different, sort of art style. So the actual like rhythm sections, they look different yeah. when you're playing. So um, yeah, I mean. It if, definitely looks more
1: rhythm like a uh, Guitar esque, I guess, combat. Yeah. So or, like when she's
0: playing it, the main character is like playing a guitar. You're yeah. pressing one or three buttons left right up to the rhythm uh which is similar because the way they've taken i like the way they've taken it because in crypto necro dancer or the zelda spin-off one which i've got the name of but that it's obviously you're pressing left right up down in the rhythm of the music because that's how you have to move so the way they've translated it to this game is it's you're still pressing like the d-pad buttons just to do the it's mm. sort of yeah smart. So I don't really know what's going on in this game. It says there's like a story and all this stuff happening. At one point they're doing um yoga and go. stuff in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I want to play it though. I thought it looked really cool.
1: Yeah, it looks really interesting. And obviously it's been a while since we've had energy in this franchise. So uh yeah. even though I'm terrible at rhythm games, I'm interested to see what, what this game is like, yeah. This could be the one. This
0: could be the one that breaks your rhythm your are no. two left feet. Well, right? it helps
1: that uh, it's a little bit more rocky, or like you know, hmm. it's not like
0: it's soundtrack instrumentals. Yeah, fuck that shit. eh? Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so then they had 25 <laughs> new puzzles coming to a little to the left with a new DLC called Cupboards and Drawers. Um, I'm sure the cuts are hiding in the cupboards and drawers in this DLC, so you know, just pop out, fucking, just pop out and fuck up your shit. So, uh, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon Puzzles Pack was announced. Um, more content coming to that game if you enjoy it which I think a lot of people do I never actually got around to playing it I know it's um, it's on Apple Arcade I think it was on Apple Arcade it sounds right yeah yeah. Um, I don't know if it ever came to Switch. obviously now it's on Switch but yeah. I think it's just on Apple Arcade to play if I wanted to play it because it would be hmm. easier and cheaper um, but yeah i Shovel Knight just has a million spin-offs at this stage. I can't really keep up. It's fucking crazy. Uh, Cold and the Lamb relics of the old faith update. So dozens of new items, relics, enemies, remixed dungeons, new buildings and followers, and a whole new unlockable quest and free new modes. Uh, all coming in this massive update that is free. Are you going to dive back into Cold and the Lamb to play the, the relics of the old faith update, Ash? Uh,
1: maybe. Depends on when it drops. Is there a date? <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it's soon. How about that? Well, then, probably oh, April twenty fourth. uh So probably not with potential games coming out next week. Okay. But maybe down the line, you know, yeah, down the line, get that that itch to. Uh, yeah, that's my that's my answer too, to indoctrinate
0: random people into a cult. I want to play it, but yeah, I don't know. You I'm know that
1: itch everybody system. gets, yeah.
0: Yeah, I love. I do that every now. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, fuck, I'd love to indoctrinate someone into my cult this morning. Like, Whew. need to get that. Yeah, make them, my them do my bidding, yeah. Yeah, make them do my bidding. That's really what gets my socks off in the morning. Uh, then there was a trailer for Animal War. So this is an atmospheric pixelated, and open-ended Animal adventure. Well. Animal Well. Set in a labyrinth full of in, uh, creatures to interact with both friendly and non-friendly ways. So this has been made by one developer. We've seen this before in a couple different showcases. It's mm. most notable because it's being published. It's the first game being published by video game Donkeys publishing studio. Um, he, he also showed up in the video announcing this trailer thing which was quite funny so um yeah well i think this looks really good i think it's one of the best looking standouts in the in the show it has a really interesting and distinct art style seems like something devolver would publish to be completely like blunt but it's not devolver so yeah do you have Mm -hmm. any do you care for this one No. nope looks pretty yeah but yeah uh, Crime Clock. This is a puzzle, explosion game with forty cases to solve across time and space. Uh, Kieran from Press Part says it looks like a big, huge Where's Wally, but across time and more stressful on his brain. Which, yeah, that's about my feelings of it. It looks like too much for me to be completely honest. At least the trailer <laughs> made it seem like way too confusing. You're
1: like, oh, it's like Where's Wally, and then they're yeah. like, and then you do things and affects time, and then stuff yeah. happens and like, because I was like, change.
0: Where's Wally's hard enough. You know what I mean? Where's Wally's str- is hard enough for some of us, let alone whatever the <laughs> fuck's going on in this game. So, yeah, not for me. Looks really cool, really innovative uh, puzzle genre twisting thing going on here. But I'm going to say not for me on this one.
1: How about you? I don't know exactly what you're looking for as a thing. So, okay, I'm excited to find out. And yeah, this looks cool. Yeah. But this would show you.
0: Come on, let's-, let's solve some mysteries. It's all some mystery. Fix time. Tasslagrad Two is coming out now. It's out now. So as well as a remaster <gasps> of the original game, uh, I played the original. It's fun. Um, it's not something I'm like super attached to or would care to go out and play the second one. But the graphics or the art style update more so uh, looks really awesome on the first game, and then seeing the art style on the second game, which. Uh, it's just a lot more characterization and, and everything. Because the the, the the first one came out as a PS3 generation game. So there was like obviously more limitations and stuff there. But yeah, I'd definitely say it looks a lot better. And I had to go back and look at the original game. And I was like, oh shit, art style. It's way cooler. So yeah, probably not. I don't think I'm going to have time for that one. And, and it's very down low, low on my list of things I would make time for. But maybe one day, maybe. We're then getting Shadows over Loathing. This is a West of Loathing Universe slapstick Slapstick Adventure RPG that's coming switch. Uh, yeah. So it basically just looks like the South Park game that's with stick figures, right?
1: Uh yeah, I guess kind of. You know like the first one, not the the, the turn it, it looks part. like West of Loathing. So but in like a modern day kind of setting, whereas West of Loathing was like a Western, I guess.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've never played
0: Westerloving, so...
1: No, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy that this franchise has kind of built off this uh, browser-based multiplayer role-playing game from back in, like, the early 2000s uh, of just, you know, people with stick figures and shit. So, uh, mm. yeah, I mean, good for them. <laughs> They're still making games and, uh, you know, people are buying them, I guess.
0: Good for them. Blasphemous 2 was announced well no i think it was already announced. to be honest but it's got a rough release date now of winter 2023 uh so this is a side scrolling super hard sort of platform classic sort of castlevania-esque thing um looks really cool i know people love the first one art style looks insane i'm pretty sure they're fighting jesus at some point in this trailer um but yeah so for people who loved the first one uh more of that is coming your way very soon for you to that check That would your be blasphemous past. to be fine. Yeah, that Jesus. would be blasphemous. So just there's some insane look at boss fights that they flick through towards the end of Australia. So uh then you've got Oxenfree 2 to Lost Signals. So the sequel to Oxenfree will finally arrive on July twelfth. Looks very, very pretty. I'm very keen for this, even as someone who's I didn't like, I think I, I think I reviewed the the first one from my like, my little, my little blog back in the day. Mm-hmm. I think I gave it like a seven and a half or something like that. Like, I didn't love it as much as some other people. So I don't have like a huge attachment, but it's just such an interesting concept and world that sort of my, in my feelings about the, yeah, the you gave it a to seven and a half. Did I? Yep. Did I, did I bring that one across or mm-hmm. there you go there you go um 7 out of 10 so fuck my memory is like nearly good but yeah i'm keen to play this i'm keen to see why they really return because it's the same character um returning to the island for some reason but i guess the, the difference between this game and the first one is these characters in the first one or the, the main character they're there as you know a teenager or whatever and then you're discovering the mystery and you know freaking out at the same time and all this sort of stuff whereas this one they're fully aware of what the fuck like well they're not fully understanding What's going they're, on? they're aware of like there's something wrong with this place, or there's something up with this place. So, uh, the game's going to have a little bit of a different feel to it. So, either way, I'm very keen. I like the studio as much as I think their last game ran like asset at release. Um, it's all right. They got their Netflix money. Hey. They
1: got their Netflix money now. So,
0: yeah, it's true. They do. They'll run money. perfectly on Netflix. I remember mean, when they put out, when they tweeted out this Oxenfree 2 trailer, I looked in the, the Twitter replies and the amount of people just going, on Netflix, what the fuck, and the amount of responses from the Oxenfree 2 account, just like copy-pasting the same answer of, you can look forward to playing our game on mobile devices with a Netflix subscription. You can look forward to playing Oxenfree 2 on a mobile device. Like the People still don't... I mean, to it, I completely don't put anything past them. Of course, no one understands what this means. When you put our trailer in at the end, it's like, you can play it on Switch, PlayStation and Netflix. People are like, what the fuck does that? Is it like those games they put on Netflix, like the make your own choice ones? What do you mean? Like, do well, I have a controller?
1: Yet. Not yet. Do you know, because, yeah, you know, I don't know if that was the story this week or last week. No. I don't want to bring.
0: Yeah, games I think to it was like, actual Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. um, Yeah. I So people being confused doesn't surprise me. It's just funny that they should do it. Netflix should do a lot better job at marketing that. Or how does something, <laughs> something pop up? Like, just force a pop-up on every single Netflix user's account that says, hey, did you know you can get access to well, games? Well, I mean, it's pretty prominent when you're using the mobile app. When you're using the mobile app. But how many people only use the TV app? Well, then it's not going to be much use. <laughs> I know, but they might. But if they've got it, they just because they don't open on their phone, because they're not fucking animals and watching shit on their phones when they should be watching it on their TV. Um doesn't mean they wouldn't open it. Well, actually, no, you don't need to open it on your phone to access the games.
1: Well, yes, you do. to
0: down. You need to go through Netflix oh, you need first to install it. To, yeah, install, okay. it to from. install it. That's right, true. Because I did it once to see how it worked and yeah, it was a little bit convoluted, yeah. Uh, then other things, they had a bunch of like mentions in you know, a little um, what's my call thing. Montage. Montage. Little kitty, big city. You're a kitty in a big city. Chances, sonar Rochito. What? Chance of Sanar. What was that one? I yeah, can't even remember what that was. You're chanting in Sanaa. Okay, cool. That's great. Tato. You're a potato that's got bros. Escape Academy, the complete edition? You escape in Academy. And it's complete this time. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach? This one's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Self-explanatory. Yeah. No. That's fair. All right, last new story for this week. Unrecorded dev post no-clip video to prove the realistic body cam FPS isn't fake. So, PC Gamer writes, yesterday, whenever they wrote this, developer Alexandre Spindler and Studio Drama revealed Unrecorded, a first-person shooter with a striking body cam perspective, which frequently sells the illusion of being real camera footage. It's so convincing that some questions whether they were looking at pre-rendered on-rails game or perhaps actual footage. A few hours after the announcement, Splinter responded saying quote, it's not a rail shooter or an FMV. It is indeed an FPS and these images are from real-time gameplay not pre-rendered. End quote. Today Splinter went further, uploading a new video of the game, um, embedded above this, uh, and the tweet below which includes the Unreal Engine user interface. Near the end of the video, he f- frees up the camera no clipping through the level to prove that it's generally a genuinely a fps with free movement for those who thought unrecorded was fake or a video sorry swindler wrote so for people who don't understand
1: what no clipping means you clip through the wall you run through to the fall, wall. you run through the wall to like fall through the like, which would be extremely difficult to replicate
0: in real life in real life yeah yeah it would be uh so but l- not what- impossible <laughs> i mean true <laughs> A lot of a lot contributes to the believability of unrecorded body cam footage, and it isn't all raw graphical fidelity. The exposure adjustment effect, where the sky transitions from overblown to cloudy, it's very effective. The freehand movement is another big part of the illusion. The camera follows the motion of the hands on a delay, as if generally responding to movements of a chest. Um, so this game has been sort of one of the most interesting stories of the past week to follow. Uh, this trailer just sort of came out. No, it was less a trailer, more of like a. It honestly, seems like a proof of concept sort of video type thing. The very short gameplay snippet that was sort of uploaded, and then people started quite retweeting and just sort of blew up. But, um, it's this yeah. So it's this game where apparently you're playing as this. Oh no, I think Post- I can find. Let me pull up the full. I can find it probably two Steam seconds. page or something. Yeah, Steam page. Let me just read it. So the full description says, unrecorded is a single-player FPS that tells the story of a tactical police officer from from the perspective of his body camera. As you work to solve a complex case, you'll need to use your tactical and detective skills to succeed. So, yeah, the gameplay video that was uploaded shows this dude's, like, running through a warehouse, shooting people and all sorts of stuff, and then right at the end... A couple times he gets um, choice options for what to say and stuff, but it does honestly... Especially, so the first time I watched it was on my phone because it popped up on Twitter. I watched the video and it looked super fucking realistic on my phone because I think of the smaller screen. Once you get it, once I viewed it on a bigger screen later when I watched it, I you could I could point out like the, the gamey parts were a lot more evident. But mm. that first time I watched it, it did very much just look like full on just body camera footage. Um, people talking about this game all week though has started a lot of interesting conversations around like what, like is this like what's the point of this is this good is this bad like what's the now the bad comes from but do we really want to play in a world where we're reading about every other week some body camera footage of a cop shooting an unarmed unarmed person of color or something like that in america predominantly do we want to play a video game where you're playing as a cop from the body camera or is that just a bit weird um So that's that's where sort of the the uncomfortable feeling a lot of people have around the game, I think, has come from. Then you've got the people who are just talking about from a gameplay and design perspective of this is just fucking too bouncy and too weird and sort of going to make me feel sick. That's been a thing I've seen pop up a lot as well. And then, of course, you've got the same sort of people calling out that as much as even if this is gameplay and is a thing, um, is this going to fall into the same wheelhouse as... That fucking game Zach thinks is real. Um, that <laughs> horror game, you know what I mean? Like just the day all these, before, it's, it's it,
1: meant yeah. to be a, reported on
0: press start this week. Meant yeah. to be coming to. Yeah. Meant to be getting a beta. Cool, good for that fake game. Um, what did do <laughs> I don't talk about? It. It's, it's not a real game. The what did you think of this this video and gameplay and stuff?
1: It looks realistic. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it'd be interesting, obviously the movement wise, if you were to replicate it, like truly and properly, the camera would be moving up and down as people is moving their bodies, but you could just Mm. fake it. So the guy is not moving his chest as much, I guess, to make smooth it out. Um, Whether people want a game to play a game with body game footage, with that perspective, it's going to be completely up to the individual person. I completely understand why someone, would be put off by that but on the scale of video game stuff this is pretty you know of what all the crazy shit that are in video games I don't, I don't think having something from this perspective is not necessarily uh the worst thing that's ever been put out there you know and this is far from like a triple a game this isn't It might feel a bit different if it was like the next Call of Duty game. It's like, we're going to play in the next Call of Duty. You're going to go on these missions in completely from body cam thing as if you're experiencing it right in the moment and that kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But this is just like a small dev wanting to do something to stand out, you know, from the rest of uh, the people making games. So I think, you know, interesting. We'll see how it plays out, you know. It depends on what story a, and what the action is going to actually be like in the actual game. You know, Maybe he's just shooting at white people, and it's all good.
0: As of the recording, <laughs> they put up a post yesterday on their Steam page on April 20th, Thursday. Post reveal, response to questions and concerns from players. It's a game. This is some, some header for that. Number one, scam or real gameplay footage. There have been many doubts raised about the authenticity of the gameplay. The game is developed in Unreal Engine 5 and the game footage is captured from an executable and played using a keyboard and mouse. It is not a VR game. In real reality, it seems rather flattering to, co- to compare the graphics of Unrecorded to reality, but for- fortunately, we know that a game first focuses on gameplay and universe on which we primarily con- concentrate. Considering the high production cost of a video game and our global reputation at stake... I don't if, that, anyway, anyway, uh, if Recorded were a scam, it would be a blockbuster scam. Therefore, it is not logical... Uh, it's not a logical one. We don't use any real videos or external rec- rendering uh, to Unreal Engine for the creation of Unrecorded. Unrecorded is real. Pro-police or anti-police? As a French studio addressing a global audience, the game does not engage in any foreign policy and is not inspired by any real-life events. The game will obviously avoid any undesirable topics such as discrimination, racism, violence against women and minorities. The game will not... will. Yeah, the game, I think that's a translation or uh, Mm. (laughs) auto-translate problems I'm running into here. The game will not base biased or take on criminal acts uh, and police violence. We also respect and understand people who may feel disturbed by the game's images. Art cannot fight against interpretation. Justifying the undisclosed content of the game would be a spoiler and you would discover the direction of the themes for yourself. The public, ge- uh, the public generally trusts films, TV series, novelize on the intelligence of the point of view when it comes to detective, gangster or police stories. Why not a video game? If the game presents political messages, they'll be made consciously or in your interpretation. If the game aims to be subversive in some certain countries, we'll assume the label. They expect the release, uh, in reality, they, uh, expect the release time, blah, blah, blah. Short, long story short for the release time is they don't fucking know. Uh, it's probably still ages away. <laughs> I think it's, yeah, I, I think it's super interesting. I'm keen to follow this one cause it does actually seem like a real video game. And like some of the other ones we've, yeah. we've been following, it does seem very early in development though. Um, well, unreal engine five, that's only been released. That's a like, new one. So this
1: year. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Really it goes to show the power of Unreal Engine 5. Like yeah. what it, you're able to do in that to make for the teams who have come into this reasonably quickly and been able to get this put on. something like this together, which I think was like a driving force behind the release of Unreal Engine 5 and like a lot yeah. of selling points and that kind of stuff. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like it's if it came out like tomorrow, I'd want to play it because yes. the, f- the complete free movement of the gun and everything that stands out. Less the body cam thing, just the full free movement of the gun and like the way it controls is very different. I'd want to give it a go. Mm. Um, I don't I uh, that said, and it's nothing against the studio or the game or whatever. I'd completely understand if people are like, I don't want to play this, it feels weird. Because you see these videos all the time. It's it's not about the content. So I guess that the I differentiate there what's the difference between this and a cop. movie it's it's totally the perspective i guess that's the thing so if if someone out there goes this game makes me uncomfortable and they don't want to play it i think that's fair i don't think that's a that's a weird reaction to have like the entire game is from the body cam perspective there's body cam videos of people fucking terrorists shooting up mosques and body cam videos of police shooting unarmed black kids you know what i mean like it's just yeah the game looks like those videos so that's the major difference if
1: if during the game uh, he's got his questioning somebody, it takes the body cam off and yeah. then turns it back on. And she's the yeah, well, bloody person with <laughs> you know, in the corner. That would be the difference maker. You know, there. That would be the difference
0: maker, but you know, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not assuming that the game will be bad, but I'm just saying I, I, I understand why some people, especially if people of color who live in America, may find this yeah. more. Uh, so
1: I'm not 100% certain on. Whether that perspective is completely accurate?
0: No, I don't think it is. I think it's raised up. It does Yeah, raise. I think it's like eye level, really.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like he's wearing Google Glasses.
0: like he's, he's got a GoPro on his head, sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe not quite there, because then it's a first person shooter, but, or just a normal first person shooter, but. All right. I mean, maybe it's just
1: a first person shooter and they've just blurred out the corners. That's it. That's the only difference. Unreal Engine 5 is
0: a game changer, so. <laughs> all right thank you for joining us for this week's episode of arcade couch let us know your thoughts comments questions concerns anything we've discussed this week or not discussed this week i don't really care uh, you can find us on twitter <laughs> explosionnetwork.com slash twitter explosionnetwork.com slash discord takes you to our discord page and if you thought this episode was worth a dollar or more head on over to our ko page explosionnetwork.com slash support and buy us a coffee over there see you here next week same time Actually I won't be here next week. Fuck is actually I will, be. No, you will. Not for the whole show. Not for the whole show. I'll be here for half episode. Look forward to Ash and Karen hosting you next week, same time, the same couch. Goodbye.